Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Friday, everybody. Oh, my gosh. I have been missing hot, messy topics for quite some time. Actually, we have our very special guest, Kim from Bravo Breaking News, who's going to be joining us today. And we talked about it last week. It's so sad when we miss these little hot, messy topics because I feel like the Bravo News is like the gift that keeps on giving. It doesn't stop. Now, before we bring up Kim, speaking of another gift... After my appearance on Juicy Scoop and going to Sheena's live show this weekend, everyone keeps asking me about my skincare. I get questions all the time. Well, I wanted to share a secret with you guys because I usually don't tell people much about my skincare routine, but I have to share this little device. So it's called Blooming, right? Super easy. You turn it on and it has little microcurrents. You rub it up and down your face. It smooths, tightens, and depuffs, which is great, especially if you're going out, super tired, if you are drinking, anything like that. Best part is, is normally it's $150, but I put a link in the description of this video where you guys can get it for $70 off. I think that's a steal. And the first 100 clicks, those are the ones who get it. So make sure you go to the link if you are interested. I was just telling Kim about it and she's like, send me the affiliate link. So with that, I'm not going to bother you with my skincare anymore. I'm going to welcome Kim from Bravo Breaking News. Hello. Hey, Adam. I miss you. I miss your beautiful skin. I miss everybody watching. I'm so glad to be back. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy that you're back because I feel like I feel like you and I talk a lot. And like when we, I see your stuff, I'm like, I missed it or what's going on. And sometimes I just go over to see what you have going on because we're always on the go, you know, like how can you really keep up with all of the Bravo news? Oh, you can't keep up with it all. That's why, you know, we have each other. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And all of the other amazing Bravo fan accounts, um, just so much fun. You know, it's, it's a lot. And then we never really expect things that are going to come out just like Scandaval or even I did a poll and everybody really wanted to kick off with the Carl and Lindsay of it all. Wow. What a, what a headline to wake up to yesterday. I was, I was shook. What is your, okay. I was going to say, what was your initial reaction? You're going with shook. Mm. I'm going with shook, you know, like, Obviously, my jaw dropped to the floor. It was so unexpected. But, you know, when you think about their relationship history and everything that they've been through, 
maybe it's not such a shock, um, but I don't know. What was your initial reaction? You know, that's exactly where I was going to go with this is they've broken up before, right? So sometimes they say history has a way of repeating itself. And I do tend to believe that. I find that to be true. Um, But in this particular situation, I'm not happy with hearing how this was navigated. Have you heard about how Carl pulled this off? Oh, boy. Yeah. Dumois was really just dropping those bombs yesterday. And I was just one after the other. Whoa. Seriously? Yeah. It was crazy. Can you break it down for everybody? Yes. Okay. So I honestly, this kind of, this annoyed me a little bit, you guys, because I thought that this was kind of a douchey way to break up. with. First of all, if you love somebody, this is my belief when it comes to being in a relationship, being married, or even when you're about to get married. I understand you're on a reality show, but I just listened to Sheena's podcast today. And she spoke about how there were certain moments in previous relationships that she wanted to preserve and she didn't want everything on TV. There are certain moments that you get to kind of keep to yourself. You don't have to put everything on TV, every single argument, whatever. We're all human, right? But then seeing this moment where he contacted producers to tell them to figure out a way to not have to get people to go film this wedding in Mexico so then they're not spending production dollars before he even told her That's the part that like, I get why Ariana called production and said, hey, these two were pulling some shady things, you know, and that's effed up. And I want you guys to know because I want to hold them accountable. That's totally different. But if I were going to call off an engagement right before we're about to get married, we just had a bridal shower. We were just dancing in the Hamptons right before. We're having a good time. Our friends all have their tickets booked. Everyone's picking their dresses. And then my first my first instinct would be to sit down with my partner and be like, this is how I'm feeling. How do you feel? Before we move forward, I, I don't think I can do it. Not production A and B, get the camera. Shit is about to go down. Let me tell you, I'm going to break up with her, but I want the cameras there because this is going to save us for Summer House and get us another season. But in order to do so, if I give you this, and you guys get this on camera, you better give me another contract. Like, how self-serving and just, what is, did, are we just all taking pages out of Scandaval? Like, I'm confused. I have so many thoughts. I mean, you know, we all thought Carl was a changed man. You know, we all saw the F boy that he was um, seasons one through, was it three, four? Um, I mean, it went on for a while. Then he got sober and kind of changed things around. And then with Lindsay, I don't know. They really seemed like they were in love. It kind of seemed like a match made in heaven. But this is giving, I don't know if it's as bad as Tom Sandoval, but it's up there. It's up there for sure. Calling production, not letting Lindsay know. Everyone, including her, was in the dark. Um, Apparently, you know, Dumois said that he... You know, everybody had already paid for the bachelor party. None of his friends knew. The only people that he told were production. And that is giving fishy. It is calculated. It is giving, I don't know, it's just giving off such the wrong vibe that we 
you know, usually get from Carl and have gotten from Carl the past couple seasons. He's really seemed like a good guy and really, really devoted and loyal to Lindsay over everybody, you know, with the Danielle of it all last season. Um, he, you know, basically lost his job at Loverboy. So I, I don't know. The fact that he would go this route is astonishing to me, but also it makes me think that maybe there's more to the story. You know what I mean? That we haven't heard yet. Yeah, I always feel like there's more to the story. But, you know, there are a lot of similarities, again, with this and um, and Scandaval. Marae, happy Friday, everyone. Please smash that like button. Thank you, Marae. Good morning. And miss you and Matt. Um, I just wanted to kind of give us comparisons for a second because it is like you did pretty much lose your job with Loverboy. You, you did have people question certain relationships with you. You did get a lot of heat and go through a lot of hell to be in this relationship. And then you throw it all away. And that was the same thing with like Tom and Raquel. I'm like, you guys went through this whole affair just to hurt so many people and leave this trail of destruction. And then we don't even stay together. We're just like, nope, this isn't it. This isn't, this isn't the way I'm going to go. I don't get that. I don't get it either. Um, I don't know. It's really, really tough. Do you have any theories as to why Carl broke it off? Like, I know. Hi, Josie. So happy to be back. Um, I'm just like theorizing in my head. You know, I feel like I'm that Lisa Rinna, like math meme, like looking around, like what caused this? And I think a lot of people are thinking about Carl's sobriety and how Lindsay isn't sober and how that can be a difficult life to live as a couple. Um, do you think that had something to do with it? What, yeah. what, what are your theories? You know, I think that, I think it's really exciting for, um, Josie, thank you so much for the super chat. And yes, Kim, you look stunning. Um, I think there are so many things that play into it. You know, when I was just in LA for the weekend, I went to the Jacks and James brunch, right? And you witness things. And I've witnessed things for a long time, just being around the production of it all and seeing how they, it's not fake, but you are more pushed into certain situations like, hey, we want you to maybe be overly surprised by this, or we want you to be really upset by this. Or, you know, it would look really great if we ended off this season with an engagement. I'm just saying, you know, so I feel like they get you to do things. And I'm thinking in his head that he really had to decipher between what does my life look like with this woman for the rest of my life when this show is over? Is this my person? Or right now, am I so wrapped up in this Bravo verse of it all? And it's just like now it's holy shit, it's becoming real. We have an $11,000 a month apartment. We have all of these things happening. But when this is all over, I'm, I'm, it's you and me. It's you and me against the world. And I don't know if you're the right teammate for me because this kind of feels like a showman's and not necessarily so much of a romance. Boom. Put yeah. that on some merch. Showmance over romance. I, I mean, I see it. I see it. But also on the flip side, it's like they were best friends for so long. They had that kind of history and that, you know, friendship bonding that kind of, you know, was the foundation of their relationship. I really thought that they had a stronger foundation than this. Um is it possible that she did something that would cause all of this to explode? I mean, well, yes. she has an explosive personality too. <laughs> she gets activated. We all know it. We've all seen it. And 
I mean, we've seen it time and time again on the show. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't put it past her, honestly. I, you know, see, and then Joanne said, oh my God, that rent and being yelled at all the time. Um, I think, I think personally, yeah, that has to be exhausting. You know, fighting with your person is exhausting anyways, but if you have somebody who's so quick, I'm not going to name names, guys, but I have a family member. It's one of my aunts. <laughs> Sorry, I, get in, I got in so much trouble. Like I get in so much trouble all the time when I talk about family. Sorry. Um, but she is just a screamer and she's not actually related to me. She's not my blood aunt. She's, I call her an aunt. She's a friend of the family, um, but she's a screamer and her husband is so relaxed and chill all of the time. And he, she just yells at him and tells him what to do. And I remember when I sat there one day and I, I, I was asking him, I'm like, does that not get exhausting? And he's like, I'm just so numb to it. And I think that you kind of either you decide, do I want to be numb to it? Or if like you're in Carl's position, he goes to BravoCon. He's almost seven foot tall. He looks like in person. He's a very handsome guy, just like she's a very beautiful woman. But you have a lot of girls who are lining up to be like, hi, I won't scream at you. Hi, I'll treat you really nice. And then there's a lot of guys who are like, scream at me all day, Lindsay. Scream at me and I will take it just to be with you. So maybe he just thought in his mind, I can't put up with this shit for the rest of my life. Yeah, totally. And I feel like, you know, they got engaged and then they stopped filming. So maybe it was a little bit more of a low-key lifestyle they were living for a while. And then summer's back. They pick back up filming. Lindsay's drinking again. She gets activated and it just kind of like compounds you know, like while they were maybe able to deal with it in their real life, when they're filming the show, like you said, everything is elevated. Everything is like, you know, times 10. So the fact again, that he's sober and she's partying, drinking, you know, they're kind of like on opposite ends of the spectrum during the summers while they're filming right now, I think could have triggered him and could have just kind of been to use a Kathy Hilton term, the toe that broke the camel's back, you know, just kind of just, he's like, I'm done. I can't, I can't deal with this. No, I, I agree with that. I'm going to share, um, the Dumois post uh, from Bravo by gaze. As you guys can see, um, Carl was spotted at LaGuardia airport. Um, from there. I'm guessing that meant um, not going so well. Yeah. Lindsay and Carl deadline to cancel rooms was two days ago. Literally no one knew, but the producers it's a mess entirely on him. And she's devastated. It's awful coming from Dumas can confirm Carl and Lindsay are done. His non-reality friends had no idea and even paid for the bachelor party in the next few weeks and even made sure people paid for the wedding. Yeah. And for a lot of, I saw where a lot of people were saying, and here's the thing too, and I just know this based off of some of my friends who are on Bravo and who have had their weddings on shows. In, in most cases, if you get married, you put down deposits. There's a lot of money that goes into it. In these cases, when you get married and you have production A and B and Bravo, 
most things are sponsored. And there's a lot that gets featured on the show on national television in front of millions of viewers in perpetuity, right? Because it just keeps playing and playing and playing. So then it's like, oh my gosh, wow, this bachelorette party was featured uh, by Smirnoff. Holy cow, thank you, Smirnoff. You know, and it's like, but they get a lot of things for free. So I think that for them, it probably did not cost them specifically a lot of money to cancel these things with deposits and whatnot. But for their friends, I would be pissed. I would be pissed if I like, if this is the way that you navigated this, I ha- I'm, I'm still taking my behind to Mexico and now I'm having a vacation and I'm going to mourn the loss of your relationship and enjoy my vacation because I already have my tickets. Like, what do you, what do you do? I agree. Just what, what two days, two days, Carl, did you really have this like epiphany in the last two days? No, it's something you've been thinking about. So if you're not going to be courteous to Lindsay, at least be courteous to your friends and family and let them like, uh, you know, get their money back. It's just all around. If Carl like truly is 100% to blame for him, shame on Carl, shame on Carl, honestly, like Just when we thought we had, you know, the biggest villain of Bravo, you know, Tom Sandoval this year, Carl says, hold my beer. And here he is. (laughs) Hold my lover boy. And here I go. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, guys, we're going to have to just wait and see how that plays out. Now, with that, I wanted to see if you've heard any more about, wait, where where do you want to go right now, Kim? We're going to leave Summer House and we're going to segue either into... Bethany Frankel, New Jersey, Real Housewives of Atlanta, or Vanderpump Rules. Where are you? Oh, feeling? let's just let's um shift to Bethany. You know, I I just uh, the there's always Rose. something to talk about Bethany. Let's mention it all. I mean, I, I let's let's just start with the video. I think that that's the best way to start. If you okay. guys don't know, well, Bethany will remind you. She is the number one podcast, at least at the time, and she's speaking out more. And I actually have a question about this what people are calling an agenda. Hold on. Well, I've been thinking a lot about difficult breakups and divorce. And people do compare a difficult divorce to a death. There was even a debate on the housewives about this one time. No two divorces are the same, but there are many similarities. So if you've ever been through a terrible divorce, illegal divorce, meaning you are legally married and you have a legal custody battle, you know, and more than I think it's like 60% of marriages end up in divorce. So many people know what it's like to go through a wretched divorce and custody battle. I am one of them. So I've been thinking a lot about difficult breakups. And I think in this clip, what she's doing, and this is what I wanted to pick your brain on, because she sort of reeled it back in after the comments that she made in the Rachel sit down about how Ariana was never married. They don't have a kid. You don't have a marriage license. And I thought the way that Ariana articulated herself and answered these comments on shenanigans, I thought it was, I mean, I thought she did great because she was like, there are many women out there who their relationships matter just as much. We were together for a decade of my life. Some people can't have kids or don't want kids or can't afford to have kids. We're pretty much common law in most states. And then I'm wondering now that that came out, 
because she did say, Bethany, she sort of changed her tune a little bit. And she's like, listen, they both have valid points. But now is this your way of kind of doubling down and saying, well, listen, the reason I said that was because I went through a really terrible divorce. And trust me, when it's legal, a legal divorce, there's a lot more involved. It's not the same. Is that what you got from this or no? Oh, 100%. This is like the perfect example of overcorrection. Bethany is overcorrecting. She's the type of person that refuses to apologize and will not admit she's wrong and instead try to spin the story and be like, oh, no, I meant it this way. And then, like you said, double down, overcorrect, create this narrative that supports her story, whether it's right or wrong. And just instead of just saying, I'm sorry, I said the wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then from there, I was shocked to see that she came forward, right? The Andy Cohen of it all. And she's like, 100% for sure, he does not like me. Like him and the network, they despise me 100%. Um, obviously, yeah, you've dug yourself into a hole. I don't think you'll ever be able to get out of. You had a good relationship with Andy after you left Housewives. You've been on Watch What Happens Live. We've seen them hang out in the Hamptons. I mean, I think she just ruined her future on Bravo and on television as a whole. Honestly, I think that NBC is a very powerful conglomerate. And for her to go after them like this, I think... Um, other networks are going to look and be like, this bitch is crazy. She's trouble. She's just trying to stir up shit. And I don't want to work with her either. Oh, wow, Kim. You That's, have a lot of I don't know. I, you have yeah, a lot of opinions, I, I Kim. I'm fired up about Bethany. Bethany used to be my all-time favorite housewife. She was my MVP. I thought she was hilarious. She owned the confessional booth. I mean, she just, her one-liners, everything is so iconic about her. But since her her leave from Housewives, it's just been downhill, downhill very rapidly. And it's been tough to watch. You know what? (laughs) The live chat, they're like, go Kim, Kim. (laughs) Ooh, Okay. Um, no more guest appearances on the Today Show. Oh, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's done. <laughs> that's done. Um, hope she enjoyed the last one. Yeah, but you know, at the end of the day, it was wild because when I was at Sheena's show and she had Heather McDonald on, right? Heather, they played a game of bad apples, and that's how they kicked this interview off. And Sheena said, "I'm going to give you three names, and you have one minute for each name to go on a rant." So the first name she gave her was Karen. The second name was Rachel. The third name was Bethany. And when she went on her rant about Bethany, she's like, this reality reckoning movement, I've never seen something with less momentum. And I was like, is that how you feel? Because, you know, she Heather's point was, I haven't heard one person come forward and speak out about this reality reckoning or back Bethany. But then if you see page six and all of these different outlets that are supporting her they are saying that there's 80 plus reality talent tv stars who are coming forward and just right now they're kind of collecting a portfolio to bring to court so when they're ready to strike they're gonna have an army of 80 plus former talent behind them 
Yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. I'll believe it when I see it. I mean, first of all, Bethany is just tagging Bravo celebrities in her TikToks. Like, for example, Paige, who then had to go and untag herself, being like, I was never a part of this. I've never talked to Bethany. So I don't know if Bethany is just pretending that she has people on her side. And also, we know that Bravo has now let all of the Bravo celebrities out of their NDAs, right? To mention it all, discuss everything under the sun that has happened to them. Have we heard anything? No, we have not heard anything from any stars coming out of their NDAs about how they were mistreated or anything like that. So I'm just going to say it again. I'll believe it when I see it. I, I don't know if there is, she really has anything to back this up currently. You know, what's wild too, is when she was you know, talking about this and having all of these people that she has, you know, in her pocket. And I, I just was surprised because I know she also tagged Tom Sandoval. And I believe that there was a point that Tom Sandoval was maybe questioning whether or not he wanted to speak to her. Um, but also, how like the thing is, is you can't, anybody who's currently under a contract you can't just like if they did come to you in confidence, you can't just tag them. Like that's not confident. That's like, oh shit. Now, not only like do I not want to be a part of your reality reckoning movement, but I also might lose my job because you just tagged me. And if I call you a liar and you say like, oh no, this person did reach out. Here's the receipt because Bethany keeps receipts of everything. Um, then that's a really awful position to be in. I know. Yeah. And did you see on Dumois, um, they said that apparently Ebony is the next Bravo Liberty that's going to be joining Bethany on her podcast to talk about all of this, because we know that, you know, things didn't end well with that season of Roni. There was some HR issues between her and Ramona. Um, Wait, you know, who I don't said that? Know who was the one that said that Ebony was? Dumois, Dumois, that was a Dumois blind that came out yesterday that Ebony was going to be the next on there. So I I don't know. We do know that there were issues with her um, and HR and the Ramona of it all. So I don't know. Is she going to, you know, I don't know what she's going to be sharing, but it should be very interesting. I mean, yeah. And microaggression as well. Um, okay, wait. Adrena Patrick said it's a good idea um, from Bethany, but she said it 10 years too late. What do you think, Adam? Listen, if the whole idea, I was just sitting down with friends when we were in LA. It was the best way to end off our trip. And we have friends who are on the show Blue Bloods, right? And this it's such an awesome show. But right now, because they're part of the union, they're not currently working. Now, I was talking to them about what it would look like to unionize reality TV talent. And they were talking about the perks of unionizing reality TV talent. I don't think that that would be the big thing that piss, would piss everybody off. I think like if you're talking about getting everybody together and taking the majority of the masses and asking them like, would you prefer to have some sort of HR you could talk to or have some sort of regulations on filming hours and all of that? And if the majority said, yeah, then maybe lean into that. It's their jobs. They're the ones who get to decide if they form a union. But also, I don't know if it's like, I think where you kind of lose me is like, do we want to unionize and also tear down a huge like media conglomerate at the same time and just like burn it to the ground? And it like, 
Is that what we're doing? Because now I'm just a little confused on the entire agenda. Of course, of course. We'll we'll say it till we like, you know, till we're blue in the face. I mean, we support a unionization. I want these reality stars to get paid what they deserve. I want them to get paid residuals. I want them to be treated, you know, fairly on set. But for her to blow this up into something that it's maybe not, I think is going a little overboard. No, I totally, I totally agree with that. I think that for this particular situation, uh, I mean, unless the thing is, is unless things come out and it's so horrific, so horrendous that you're like, like if there was just, my thing is, I'm trying to figure out the best way to word this. If it came out that the network knew about certain actions of reality talent and say those actions are so disgusting, like say you covered up something because you know this cast member brings in ratings gold and you covered up some sort of abuse or something, that to me would be like, Okay, I want to hear more about that. Yes, of course. That that would just be a different situation. Like if they covered it up, if they were like, okay, well, we know that our cast member had a moment where he's being accused of this and this other person who is accusing him said that he came into a hotel room or has evidence of this, but we need this to go away because we've already filmed a whole new season and this is going to mess with our show. We've put millions of dollars into this and we can't have this come out about this person because if he gets fired, there goes the whole show. There goes millions of dollars. Like if, if it was a matter of that, I would have to, I would want to hear the story. Oh, of course. Of course, Adam. No, no, no. If there was any situations like that happening, there would need to be some serious changes, serious changes that is in no way, shape or form. Okay. By Bravo, by any network, no matter how much I love Andy Cohen, every show on Bravo, that is inexcusable in every way. Um, But, you know, none of that has come out yet. So I'm not going to jump to conclusions and create rumors or create this narrative that it has happened when nothing has come out yet. So again, I'll believe it when I see it. Yes, exactly. That's true. And it's like, you know, that that's the thing that, you know, what's so dangerous about people with a platform is you can plant seeds And you don't even have to give a full story. You can plant a seed. And then it's just like, it's like, it it kind of reminds me of, do you remember the movie Mean Girls? Do I remember the movie Mean Girls? Of course, Adam. (laughs) It's one of my favorite movies. Uh, Same, iconic. It kind of reminds me of when she's like, oh, I'm going to destroy the entire whatever grade class. And then she puts out the things and it's like, made out with a hot dog. That was one time. And it's like all of the girls are fighting. It's like just dropping. Each girl had one line about them and it just made everybody. It's so true though. Like for me personally, I choose not to, I come on here and I'll talk about, you know, reality TV and all of that. But then like, if there's ever anything that's said about me or my personal life, I'm like, I'm not feeding into that. If you choose to believe some disgusting narrative that is being fed to you by whoever is so open to have those conversations and you want to believe that side, that is absolutely okay with me. I'm not speaking on like things like that. And I think 
for it's just the same thing. It's like with Bethany, Bethany's speaking on everything and she has such a huge platform. So if she even plants the seed that there are things that are going on in these people's lives or things that are happening behind the scenes with the network, then, oh shit. It's like who, well, yeah, Bethany knows Andy. So she must not be lying. Bethany worked for the network. So she can't be lying. Bethany has been so successful. So there, there has to be a hundred percent truth to this. And that's the power of having a platform. Yeah. Um, you just sparked a meme idea for me, Adam. It's Uh-oh. Bethany has her own burn book. She is Regina George. Bethany okay. is Regina George. She's got that Bravo burn book and she is writing new entries every five minutes. She is ready to take them down. And I don't know. I, I If she comes out with the pages and publishes them and people back her up, sure. But like you said, she's just saying stuff to say stuff right now. And I don't think that the Rachel interview really backed her, you know, narrative up the way she intended it to. So we need, I don't know, we need something more. We need something more. Oh, thank you, Maxine. We need something Um, more. I Um, mean, Adam's really my inspiration for this, but... um, uh no. Yeah. Okay. Just because she says it does not make it true. Exactly. We need more backup. I don't think that Rachel, we're not, come on. We're not believing what Rachel says at this point. There have been a lot of lies that have come out since that interview. We need more reputable sources. We need somebody with a reputation of being a, a stand-up person and that we trust to come out and say these things. And right now, Bethany is not that person. Wow. Okay. Well, guys, we're going to end up taking this conversation. Oh, by the way, I wanted to ask you with this interview too, um, right here with Gabby from Bachelor. Do you think right now she is just collecting as many interviews as possible with the reality? T- like, like you said, with Ebony coming out, is it just going to be... I mean, really, she is going to be the one who's doing... Yeah, we're, we're going to have to sit back and wait. This is... It's, it's a mouthful. It's a lot. It's a lot to go off of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, The Bachelor, whole nother story, to be honest. Um, I won't, I'm not going to divulge too much, but I do know people that have been on the show and I'm, I'm not sure those conditions are great. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, at least on The Bachelor, though, they give them a drink limit. Whereas like... Okay. Or at least that's what they say. See, that's the thing, Kim. That's why I love having these conversations because I don't actually... I'm not really affiliated so much with the Bachelor Nation crowd. So I'm sure that they say that they give them a drink limit and then they're like, take another one and go yell at her. Yeah, I don't know. I definitely think that she's bringing these people on to back up her narrative and maybe something will stick. Maybe something will stick and maybe, maybe, you know, things will come out, come to light and be exposed. But at the moment, nothing has really, you know, come out that has, you know, done this. So we'll see. All right. All right. Well, I guess it's time for us to move on guys. We have almost 700 in the room. So go ahead, smash that like button and let's keep going. So I wanted to talk a little bit about Vanderpump Rules because Vanderpump Rules, we went there this weekend, um, not to Vanderpump Rules, but to Los <laughs> Angeles, and we had the best time. It was, it just felt like a world, it felt like I was in a movie for 72 hours and I didn't even know what the hell happened. 
right? Like Adam, you were the star. You were the star. No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't a star. I promise. I wasn't a star, not a celebrity, and I'm definitely not the story. But this was interesting to me because what I felt like was a rat. I felt like a rat with a wire when I walked into Sir. And I, okay, so we went to the brunch, and Jason, the plane landed, and Sheena said, Did you make it? I said, Hey, our plane just landed. And she said, Oh, well, I'm headed to Sir for the James Jack's brunch. We're going to be filming. Do you want to just meet me there? And I said, yeah, just I'll go meet you there. So I end up um, going to the hotel. Jason and I showered really quick and we changed. We ordered like we had to eat. We ordered this little pesto pizza. And then I signed the bill for it. And I was like, $50 for a pizza. And I'm like, oh my God, I really am back in LA. So that just gave me anxiety. And then we end up showing up. Well, actually, Jason... Jason's funny because I'm like an Uber kind of person where I'm a trash box and I'll take the cheapest Uber. And I don't care if it's like a broken down Corolla with like four different colored rims. I don't care. And Jason's like an Uber SUV black. So then all of a sudden this really fancy car comes and I'm like, it's not us. And he's like, no, it is. I'm like, oh, okay. So then here we go. We get to Sir. And I was texting Sheena and I was like, I don't want to go in there without you. And she's like, why? Go get a table. Like, that's weird. And I'm like, I know. I just like, I haven't been here in so long. I feel like it's weird. And it felt like my second home all over again, just going in there. And it's like, it triggers so many memories, you know? Like the first time I was ever in there, I was claiming I was straight and I had a girlfriend and it would just... and. Things have changed. Like a lot has changed. And you see production. They're all gearing up. They're getting ready. None of the cast is there yet. Um, James, nobody. And you could just see where the production... So when they're walking around and they're trying to figure out like, okay, you sit there. They'll have somebody stand in. They're trying to figure out the lighting and all that. And then I get a tap on my shoulder. And I'm like, hey, how's it going? And they're like, um, Adam? And I was like, hi, yeah. And I'm... How's it going? They're like, okay, we're not recording. Nothing leaves this. We watch your YouTube channel. We're not leaking anything. And I'm like, I'm not your leak. Like, if anything, I give props to Jenny at, over at Bravo and Blaze because she's the one who like, she. if you want some leaks and stuff, like Jenny's like in there, you know? I'm not out here leaking things. Like, I'm, I'm friends with people. So I don't want to ruin their show. But if it comes out, you better believe we're going to talk about it, you know? Yep. So then I felt like I sort of had a wire on. Then do, 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 do. Here comes Lisa. And Lisa and Jason have a like a way better relationship than me and Lisa. I love Lisa, but she loves Jason. And then we talked to her for a minute, but then we sat there and we hung out with Sheena. And it was just like pandemonium to see how everybody... I guess how would it would have been when you went to go see Ariana at the meet and greet, right? Well, and I went to see you next Tuesday, two weeks ago with a very similar situation. So So how was that for you? I mean, amazing. It was everything and more. Um, The entire cast, honestly, was really, really friendly and really, really open with everybody. They were taking pictures, talking like it was, but it was pandemonium. I mean, it was just... It was crazy, but it was very interesting to see how they film. You know, you have Sandoval on one side and Ariana on the other. They are not interacting whatsoever. Um, You know, each of them are kind of having their own conversations. Um, But it was just it was just such a blast. Who other from Sheena is your favorite to hang out with from the cast? 
honestly, they're all so much like they're all so fun in different ways. Like that that particular day. Well, when she's filming, like the thing is, is when they're filming, it's they're legitimately working, right? So I wanted to go there and go through and Jason and I wanted to show her her cards for her show and kind of go through like a run of show for the live show. So that was our whole point of going there. Um, but then once they started micing her up and everything, I said hi to the to everybody. And then once I saw that they were getting mic'd up and that they had to go do their filming scene, I was like, okay, bye. I'm going to Tom Tom because that's where it's like my real little family, the last people that I knew living in LA and pump's not there anymore. So Jason didn't have pump to go to. I know. So we just went and hung out. We went to Tom Tom and all of our friends who worked at pump before are kind of, they've like dispersed out all over Santa Monica Boulevard into these other little restaurants. So we were just making our rounds and saying hi to everybody and hanging out. But it was at the actual live show that I really got to actually, you know, spend time with everybody without the cameras in their faces and the mics on. And that's when you get like the real side of everyone and you have fun. Because when their mics are on, everyone's afraid to say anything. Is it going to be a hot mic moment? Are you going to accident? And I can see why they forget the mics are on. Like we were having a conversation. I was having a conversation with one of the cast members. And I'm like... And they're like, oh shit, I, I always forget. And I'm like... No, you know, but I like I would be thank God I'm not on reality TV, Kim. I would be so bad at this. Like I'd be like, I, I would just be hot mic moment momenting myself all the time. Like it would be terrible. But you know, so from there we went and did Sheena's show and I was on um the side of the room with Lala and her husband and the babies and her mom. And by the way, the babies are so cute. Oh my God. Oh, I cannot get enough of their like Ocean and um, Sheena's daughter. Why am I blanking on Summer? Summer. Ocean and Summer's friendship is goals. Like, I love them. I could not be more obsessed. They are so funny because even when Sheena wanted her, she wanted to bring Summer up in front of the audience. And you saw, and she talked about this in her podcast, but you saw where Ocean like looked across because where'd my little best friend go? And she's like, I want to go up there on stage too. So Lala let her, but then Lala was like, okay, get back here. Like, come on, we're getting off the stage. And they sat up there, they hold each other's hand and like, they're just, they're in it to win it together. As long as they have each other to lean on, they are good to go. And I just thought it was the cutest thing. And of course everybody else does. Cause like when they're little, you know, it's like they're cute. And then they grow up and they slam the door in your face and they tell you, what an amazing parent you've been. You know, like well, I don't guys, know. this is the next generation of Vanderpump Rules, guys. We better, we better gear up. Oh my gosh. Could you imagine <laughs> a little Jack's Jackson's son Cruz, Stassi's daughter, Hartford Rose? Then we have Ocean. We have Summer. Do we have any other babies coming? Oh, we have another uh, son coming from Stassi and Bo. And then I'm yeah. sure Jackson Brittany will have another baby. Especially you know. That- it's great timing right now. Great timing. And then we have, don't we have two pregnant cast members on the Valley? Janet's pregnant. Oh, she is. Yeah. It's all happening. It's all happening. Oh gosh. Somebody also walked up to her while we were there. And (laughs) this girl was so cute. She walks up and she's like, Sheena, I love you. I'm so sorry. I don't want to like, I don't want to stop you or anything. I know that you're filming. I'm from, Texas and she's like you know I'm seeing you in person it's all happening and she's like 
it's all happening. And she does her little thing and she's like, yeah. And I just wanted to let you know, it's something about, I forgot, I forgot what she said, but she, in, in the span of a 30 second conversation, she used like three of Sheena's iconic Vanderpump rules lines. And Sheena was just like laughing. And I'm like, this is like, this is the funniest thing ever, but it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's cute. You know, it's cute. It's to so see. cute. Yeah. And Sheena has such loyal fans. You know, we've literally, she's been through so much on the show. Even those of us who are not close with her feel so close with her because she has shared so much. She's been through a marriage. She's been through a divorce. She's been through so much heartbreak. And it's kind of been like a roller coaster throughout all these seasons. And we feel like we know her. We love her. And so to meet her in person, I got to meet her at See See Next Tuesday. She's been my server way back when at Villa Blanca at Sir, And just like wow. seeing her following this journey is just, she feels like a BFF, like in our heads, you know? Yeah. It's, it's kind of, you know, it's interesting. It's like when you people, especially fans of shows, uh, any show, not just Vanderpump Rules, but any show, especially when it's reality TV, it's like people who see Gia and they're like, Oh my God, I watched you grow up. And she's like, no, you didn't. You don't know me. And they're like, no, but we did. We watched you grow up and we're, listen, we're so happy that you got into this college and we love that you chose this career. And we're, we're so happy you just spent time with your dad in the Bahamas. Like for, for somebody like her, it has to be like, this is just wild. Like, you know, everything about me. You know? I know, but I feel like she holds it well, you know, like she is so just poised and professional and, and sweet when you meet her, you know, it doesn't come off like anything, like she's you know, on reality TV, she's just like a normal person that has chosen to share her lives with us. And that's what I I really love most about her. But I'm so upset I didn't get to, um, you know, join you guys for the show. It looked so fun. I know. I know. I'm doing a members only vlog to, uh, well, I already did it. And Jason's just editing it together. But we had a run in with Tara Reid at the after party. There was just so many different moments that happened that just... It made it, listen, and then of course, I got to share my hotel story on the members only vlog. I, I shared a little bit of it on Juicy Scoop, but it was just like you said, a whirlwind and it was 72 hours. And it felt like when I got on the plane to come home, which by the way, to contribute to this whirlwind of a trip, there was a hurricane hitting where my house is. So I'm like, okay, this is where, where I'm about to move and where I just bought a house. The hurricane passed both. But then we get to the airport and I'm like, Jason's like, there's no way that this flight is going to take off. And I'm like, no, no, no. I, I think it'll be okay. And then all of a sudden the woman comes over the the thing and she goes, guys, we are experiencing engine issues with the plane right now. So we are going to have to hold off. And I'm like, engine issues. That's what you tell everybody. Like right before we're about to fly over a hurricane, we're experiencing engine. And then she was like, Oh, and also the Wi-Fi is down on this flight. There is no Wi-Fi and we don't have pillows, blankets, or earphones to sell to any of you. So if you guys want those, you can buy them while we are at LAX. And I'm like, Jason, cancel the flight. Cancel this oh, flight. This is yeah, a sign. No, I, I would be done. I'm out. I'm dipping no, out. <laughs> we took the flight and the flight was actually great. But And thank you. Thank you to the pilot who got us safely over this hurricane, which I thought was amazing. But... No, I just, I'm like, 
this is, I have to live to tell the story of this weekend. This has to make it to at least one Thanksgiving because this was just a whirlwind. Again, I'll put of it all course. in the pause, but it was guys, worth it, right? It was, it was worth, so, yeah. I, you know, at the end of the day, I was happy that, I was happy that Sheena was happy with her show. And I didn't even want to talk about the fact that, so Jason and I, were part we wrote the show for her and she wanted she really wanted to perform so it was like a performance podcast live interview with heather mcdonald the the whole thing and when she went on and gave credit i didn't expect that because i wanted it to sort of be like she wrote her show it was all on her it was all her ideas and then i went uh this morning and my friend called me and said you need to listen to sheena's podcast and she gave like gives you all the credit for you know like the writing the show and getting Heather McDonald to come on and I thought that that was really sweet because I, I just wasn't expecting that like I would have thought you know it's why not just take credit for your show I would have happily have just kept my mouth shut and not said anything and normally that's how I operate like if it's my personal life or relationships I'm not going I don't talk about those things on here I talk about the people who signed a contract to be a part of the story you know what I mean. Yeah, no, that's what makes Sheena a real one. She's she's just a real one. She's just a good person. And you can you can tell that on the show. You can tell that in person. Yeah. And I'm sure she's so lucky to have you guys as part of it. So why not shout you out? Yeah, well, thank you. I, so I thought that was great. I was happy that she was happy. I was happy that they were happy with the after party and that everyone had so much fun because... I also tried to put that together with our good friend, Chrissy, who runs Melrose Place in LA. And I tried to double that as a surprise party for Jason. So we were trying to get a ton of people from Pump because he didn't get to go there when Pump closed because my grandfather passed away around that time. So it was just something that we couldn't make happen. And I felt so bad. And Jason always makes so much about me that I wanted to make as much of this night about him too. And then the next day doing Juicy Scoop with Heather. And then I'm like bawling like a, a big old crybaby. And she's like, this was great. And what an... Like, she was so happy with the episode. And then I went home and I said, Jason, I want dinner, a melatonin, and to go to bed. I am done. I'm ready to go. Done. Donezo. Yep. Yeah. You need you need several days to recover from a trip like that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, catch up on your Bravo shows, just scroll Instagram, you know, catch up on the news. That's really like the perfect kind of recipe for a re- recovery from a trip like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of that, you know, like that, that's what it felt like. It felt like the perfect sort of recovery. And then, you know, I got to catch up on New York and Atlanta and, you know, but again, I'll put more of the details in the members only vlog guys. So just keep an eye out for that. We're going to move over. Oh, I wanted to give you guys some um, tidbits really quick. Um, I thought this was cool. If you guys don't know, the cast is in San Francisco. They're the cast. They're in San Francisco. Look at this, please. please escort. Escort. Okay. Oh, this was cool. Oh, Lord. This is special. This is so funny. <laughs> I feel like it, maybe it's a slow SFBD, day. We got the white Kanye on board over. Into San Francisco. San Francisco. Where are we? We need to send the sandwich. How are you today? We're good. Awesome. Thank you very much. That's like my plane ride. 
Please escort. Okay. We're done. Okay, wait, two things. Go ahead. Wait, two things. Okay. One, Tom Sandoval and Ariana's man, Daniel, both being on the trip. What are your thoughts? You know, I don't want to speak on Dan the man as if I know him, but I will speak on this guy. Um, I think that she is with somebody now who is so confident in that relationship with her. And I think that this guy is just a really down-to-earth, easygoing guy. I also think that for somebody who's not in the Bravo world, he understands that this is her job. She is making a lot of money doing it. And that she is going to be put into this situation with her ex. But it's not any more weird to be there with his her ex while also knowing that he flies back to New York and his girlfriend is still living with her ex. So I think that would probably be the weirdest part. Um, for Tom, I would think it would be more uncomfortable for Tom. Like Tom's on the trip and he's just like, Hey, I'm with everybody and you guys kind of hate me and you don't, I don't really know what we're doing. But then also you guys all love Dan and Dan's here with Ariana and we're all praising Dan and Dan's this amazing guy and there's no track record on him to make him look like Scandaval. So I mean, for him, I if anybody would be insecure in my mind, it would be him. But then also, I feel like when you deal with somebody with such an ego and so many narcissistic tendencies, and I'm not just attacking Tom, I think that you just don't care. I think you care about yourself. I don't think that he cares that they're there together. He's just like, good for you. I'm a celebrity. Look at how many DMs I got today. Even if they say that they hate me, guess what? They're still watching. You know what I mean? I agree. I agree. And then a couple people in the comments... Thoughts on Schwartz's blonde hair? Yes or no? Love it or hate it? Okay. Or. Okay. So in person, in person, I actually liked it. In photos, (laughs) it photographs so bad. It's not coming across well. It's not like, here's here's just a random one for everybody. Like, I know that there was that one that just looks terrible, but like, you know, just... <sighs> I'm so happy. Can I just say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch this up for a positive. Katie looks amazing. I even made a joke at the show when I was going around to the audience and I was taking audience questions and Ariana was like, Adam! And I thought it was her who wanted to ask an audience question. And I was like, Guys, from the lady herself tonight, she has overcome it, and she's like, "Shut up! No, it's not me asking the question." And I'm like, "Okay," so, so I'm like panicking, and it was Katie who wanted to ask the question, and I already gave this whole like lead up to it being Ariana, and then I go over and I'm like, "It was my first time seeing Katie for the night," and I'm like, "Damn, Katie, you look amazing!" Like, and I even said into the mic, "I'm like, if this is what divorce looks like." Be careful, Jason, because she looks great. And, you know, I tried to I tried to save myself because I didn't know I didn't know that it was I heard Ariana. I didn't hear Katie scream at him. So, you know, it is she's definitely it. winning the divorce glow up. That's for sure. That is for sure. I just wanted to get your thoughts on those things before we moved on. Sorry. No, no, no. My gosh. OK, so now I wanted to ask you, we're going to we're going to go over to Atlanta for just a second. Guys, we have 800 in the room. Smash the like button. Show some love. Let's talk about it. Love B. Scott came out and said that we have 
a total revamp. But then there were sources close to Bravo saying, no, no, that's not necessarily true. Nothing has been decided until the two-part reunion airs. And they might just keep Kenya, Candy, and Sheree. But then also there's rumors about Portia. And the rumor is that she's playing hardball because she wants a lot more money for her contract and to be the highest paid one. What are your thoughts? I am here for a Portia comeback. I mean, we have gotten a lot of whiplash this week about the Atlanta casting, but I have to agree something needs to be done. Something needs to be done. I don't know if we need a whole re- reboot, but I do think that half the cast can go. And I do think Portia needs to come back. I mean, let's be real. She carried Ultimate Girls Trip 3 on her back. That was the Portia show. She was the best part of that trip, the best part of that show. And we just need her back on our screens. I, I think we need her back. What do you think? Which is so funny because she wasn't even supposed to be on, if you remember correctly. It was yeah, she was to... like the last minute ad. Yeah, who? It was um Tinsley. That's right. That's right. Okay. Well, we definitely saved the day. Nothing against Tinsley. But Tinsley to me, and this isn't a bad thing. I always get myself in trouble with Teddy. And I'll say it, and I'll say it again. I think it's okay not to be reality TV gold. And I think some people are not great reality TV, just like I think I would not be great reality TV. So while I'm stepping on their reality TV careers, I'm going to step on my non-existent reality TV career and say, I'm right there with you. I'm in the trash box with you when it comes to being on reality TV. And for Tinsley, I just didn't find her so polarizing to be on a. You know, she is... Okay, you contribute to an ensemble cast, but Portia just has this like personality where you could tell she's like... She's independent, but also a producer's darling in the sense that they're like, okay, we need to get this going. We need some content. We need you guys to shake things up. And she's like, okay, let's do it. You know, and you kind of need that. You need that Lisa Rinna, Lisa Vanderpump, Portia, Nini, Ramona, Bethany. Like you need those big figures that just walk into a room and you're like, wow, there's like star power to it. You know, exactly. She has it. Whatever it is, Portia has it. She makes great TV. She has a big personality. She knows how to show it. She creates drama and it it's it doesn't come across as being thirsty or try hard. Um, I think I think we need her back. A hundred percent. I don't know about the money thing. You know, does she, you know, deserve to be paid as much as the other ladies? At this point, we have you know, Sheree's the only OG, but then she left and she came back. So I don't know where we are, you know, as far as everybody getting paid. But I think that Kenya, Portia, Candy, and Sheree make a solid group. Yeah. I would even add Marlo into the mix, personally. Um, I I don't think we need Drew Um back. I don't know what about you. Um, I don't think we need Sonia back, but that's just my personal opinion. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I my thing is I'm going to go for like an overall cast. I think if they do a Roni style revamp where it's just we take out the entire cast, I think that would be just a big mistake. I don't think that they should do that. Um, make it make sense. Hearing the name Teddy gently puts me to sleep. Teddy is... Oh no, you guys are going to get me in trouble. I'm going to get myself in trouble. It's free melatonin. She needs to rebrand as a sleep coach and not... 
Let go of the accountability. Okay. Thank you. Make it make sense. We appreciate did we, you. Did we also catch on this um, week's OC where when Tamara was on the phone with Teddy and her little title card was Tamara's podcast co-host. That is what Teddy has, is now referred to in the Bravo universe. So let's just make note of that. Kim, you are shady today. <laughs> I'm loving it. Hey, listen, whatever you had, can I have one? This is great. Just um, an observation. No, it's it's a true observation. You know, it. it I talked about BravoCon last year, and I, you know, t- t- I talked about this, but I'm going to reel this back in and go back to Atlanta for a second. I just don't think that a, a revamp, a total recast, would be smart. I think that we like our OGs. We like the people who we've gotten to know. We like seeing moments with Kenya and her daughter. And we would love to catch back up with Portia, knowing that she's been through, you know, a marriage, a divorce, and then the whole Fallon of it all. And now she's with Simon and they're married and their wedding was massive. I wish that was televised. But there are so many things that like when we see them on our screens, it's like it's a familiar face. It's like a friend. And oh, my God, I'm catching up with my friend. Like you pick up where you left off. Whereas like all of a sudden when you get a whole new cast of something, like for example, when we got The Real Housewives of Dubai or The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. If you don't recognize people, it takes a minute to really get the momentum to kind of be interested because you're not invested, you know? Exactly, exactly. So are you saying you're still unsure about Roni? Where where are you at with Roni? Just real quick, the reboot. You still, you know, working your way into... I think... I'm I want to see their reunion and I want to see how they do. I you know, I was asked about this on Juicy Scoop and Heather said she made a great prediction and she was like I could see them keeping like an Aaron Leachy and a Jenna Lyons and then also reintegrating some of the older cast members like Dorinda Luann so uh Sonia in with them and kind of making this a cast whereas like it's like they've been on the show now before on their own show without the OGs and the OGs have been on for forever. So coming in, it almost kind of feels like an even playing field because the newbies can be like, you guys were fired. We don't care if you've been on the show and the OGs are going to be like, "Mm -hmm. you had one season and your ratings were here and ours were here. So sit down and shut up. But it's like, it's a match, you know? And also Jenna Lyons is like, I'm just successful without any of this. And Aaron Leachy is just this like, Badass Jennifer Aniston lookalike that's walking around Tribeca just doing her thing. Jason gets he makes fun of me because I always say Tribeca. He's like it's Tribeca. I'm like Tribeca. I don't know why I emphasize it, but you know. Okay, okay. I, I wow. I mean that the, mingling the two together. I don't know if that's the greatest idea in the world or a recipe for disaster or a little bit of both. But I'm here for it. Yeah, I mean, I think it could just be. I just think, I mean, okay, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on the reboot? I'm liking it. I am liking it. I think that it's making, it's creating conversations because the first few episodes, I'm like, oh, Jessel. Oh, no, 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 Jessel. Oh, gosh. And now I'm like, Jessel is honestly one of the best parts of the show. She cracks me up. She is hilarious. I think each one of these people individually bring something unique to the show. There are some that I like more than others. And I don't know, I'm not going to call them out because I feel like we still have a little bit ways to go in the season. So we'll see. see, But 
it's so early, you know? Yes. We ba- we barely know them. We're like, what, six, seven episodes in at this point. And I think, yeah, you know, we need time. We need time to figure out who's who and how we feel about it. Yeah, exactly. And I think what's going to happen is, again, we have to see their reunion performance. That's half the job. They can't, we can't just go there and have a reunion performance and argue about a cheese board. You know what I mean? Like, if that's it, then that's not it. That's not going to happen. And then we know that we have a flop. But I think individually, listen, love Jenna Lyons on the show. Am I, and I think that she's so raw and just not like a, any real housewife you've ever seen. Do I, can I see where they're saying like there's a lot of product placement, like a Leah Black or a Jill Zarin? Yes, you're seeing a lot of product placement, but I'm sure like she didn't need the show. So she was probably like, if I'm going to come on, I'm going to come on and promote my business, which half the time I'm kind of laughing at some of the reality talent that comes on and they don't promote a business because I'm like, why are you not taking advantage of this platform? So it's exactly damned if you do, damn if you don't. And then Bryn, I think that she's fun. She's like, She's this beautiful sort of like free bird who's going to do whatever she wants. And then she has like this hot guy like Gideon who's so wealthy and he's like enthralled with her. And she's like, I just want to be married and have what, you know, Sai has. But then she's like, here's this man who wants to give it all to me. Nope, can't do that. Gotta go. Like she, she's just this. She kind of reminds me of like one of those little cult horses that just takes off and you're not going to tame it. You know what I mean? Yes, she can't be tamed in the words of Miley Cyrus. Um, and I don't know. I kind of love it. I love Bryn. Um, I don't know. I, I'm excited about this season. I think it has a lot of potential and and I'm enjoying it. If you guys aren't watching it, I would recommend just giving it a shot. You know, don't just give it one episode. Keep watching and you'll get invested and you'll you'll learn to, you know, who you like, who you don't like. And the storylines are really, really picking up. So I recommend yeah. watching. There's always, I feel like, a cast member that for everyone, you know? Yes, exactly. All right. Well, guys, with that, we've kept Kim for an hour and five minutes. She also has work to go do, so we're not going to keep her any longer. But I did want to um, just give her the chance to shout out her channel, her Instagram, where you can find her. I'm going to bring it up right here. But Kim, if they don't know, will you let them know? Yes. Follow me on Instagram at Bravo Breaking News. There's so much we're covering right now, boy. Um, And let me know what you guys think of all the Carl and Lindsay drama in the comments. I love to see it. You can also find my Etsy store right here. Um, We've got BravoCon stuff, Vanderpump Rules stuff. We're going to be coming out with a new collection um, here in a few weeks. So stay tuned. Um, And then check out my YouTube too. We're doing... um, you know, all the news updates, OC recaps. Um, and then we got Salt Lake City and Southern Charm coming. How how are we going to cover it all? It's just going to be crazy. Just stay tuned. And right after that, we have Real Housewives of Potomac. And you bring CPS and We have Real Housewives of Potomac and then also um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But yes, also, I was trying to catch all of the tabs, guys. We have the Etsy shop, we have the Instagram, and here we have the YouTube. So everywhere. Definitely. You can find me everywhere. And if you guys listen to podcasts too, we're also on Spotify and Apple. So check us out there. Um, and I'll see you guys next time. All right, Kim. I'm going to drop you down and I'm going to stop sharing the screen. Kim, thank you so much. And I will talk to you in the back room. Okay. Bye, everyone. All right, guys. Again, if you caught 
the beginning of this, well, then you already heard this, but if you didn't, I wanted to give another shout out because you guys were all asking me about my skincare routine. You asked me when I was on Juicy Scoop, I didn't realize that the camera is that clear. So I did give you a heads up. If you haven't checked it out already, go check out Blooming. I put the link, that way you guys have a discount in the description of this video. Trust me when I say you don't wanna miss it. And if you spend the money, which it's practically half off, if you spend the money and you're not happy with the results, they give you your money back. So that's the best part. But with that, guys, don't forget to smash the like button, show some love, go over and follow Kim at Bravo Breaking News, and we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Love you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.